a good <laughs> oh, yeah. several dozen times. <laughs> that makes sense. It's just like a, it's got this like greatest hits of eighties and seventies rock artists. Yeah. It's just like Van Halen. Like, oh my god, give me that Tesla and A C D C Yeah. Have you seen have you seen cars these days, you guys? What's with the grills on the front of cars? They're huge. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, we talk about video games. No, but seriously, I mean, come on. It's like the cars are driving around yelling at you. Is this like a Seinfeld bit? No, I'm serious. Look at cars now. The grills are Could insane. Like a little jazz interlude. Car manufacturers misinterpreted the best grill conversations on 4chan. Okay. That is a fair answer. Thank you. All right, video games, fine. You've worn me down. Well, as the host of this podcast in our first episode, I never get to go first. I'm going to go first. I got something to complain about, you guys. Video game related. Mm -hmm. I think you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Crash Bandicoot 3 ruined the Crash Bandicoot franchise, okay? Uh, Here's my platform. So, Crash uh, 1, okay game, right? Not today, maybe, but back in the day, you know, it's fine. It's Crash Bandicoot. It's whatever. Two is like, mwah, mwah, mwah. You've taken this formula. You've made it better. Mm, mm. It's like it's like going from like Pizza Hut to Domino's, you know? Like making that uh, leap. Hold your tongue, Okay, sir. That's, a f- that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding my tongue. Holding Crash my Bandicoot tongue. 3. Name one good thing that Crash Bandicoot 3 added. And I will tell you three things it added that ruined everything, Okay. Egypt level, Dingo Dial. Uh, Dingo Dial is in that game for level. five seconds. Uh, time trials? No, see, that's one of the bad things. Uh, bad, Michael. Nah. Because don't you then feel like, even if you don't care about the time trials, playing through Crash Bandicoot 3, it's like, oh, these levels were designed to be time trials. And then, jumping forward 20 years, we have the HD versions, and it's like, here's time trials in Crash 1. Crash 1 was not built to be a time trial game. That's fair. Water um, ski how levels. About, how about, uh, um, I can't think of his name. The tiger. The tiger's name. Tiny tiger? No, the other one. Oh, ti- ti- uh, t- yep. The, the one in the Great Wall of China <laughs> yep. that's populated by robot, by yes. white robot scientists. Yeah, I guess. Why does Coco wink? Please answer this question for me, because I've thought of it. Why does Why does Why does uh, uh, Why does Crash look at the camera, arch his eyebrows twice with that like, eh? Because eh? it's a donkey show, and then jump on the freaking polar bear. Because he's gonna hump the polar bear. But my question is, why does Coco wink? Maybe she's gonna hump the tiger. I don't that's know. My, that's the only you know thing what I goes on behind of. the scenes here. They're that's... bandicoots. You don't know what they're interested in. <laughs> Why are they so much bigger than the tiger? But <laughs> my my last point regarding how Crash Three ruined everything is the secrets are bad because a lot of the time to get the colored gem you just do the death route in a level and it's like Crash Two had all these cool little secrets in Crash Three it's die to one specific enemy in one specific level and it doesn't tell you (laughs) which one it is. So how are you supposed to know? (laughs) There's no... Tucker, you're wrestling with my nostalgia here and you haven't swain it. No, but okay, I just have to make this comparison because it drives me insane. But in Crash 2, there's an enemy and if you kill the enemy, you go to the, the secret war room. And then in Crash Bandicoot 3... It's a pterodactyl in a long line of pterodactyls, and you just have to die to the one pterodactyl you're supposed to die to. And they don't tell you. Anyway, it's dumb. Uh, I'm playing through Crash 3 in the HD thing. Um, Yeah. I will say, I like doing the time trials more in this than in 1, because in 1, I feel like the levels are depressing. Like, it's a lot of, like, just being in a dark room type of thing, you know? Crash Mm. 3 is like, hey, dinosaurs and Egyptians. Crash 3 has a better story. Because in 2, Cortex is all like, Hey, Crash, I need you to do something for me. It's totally <laughs> yeah. not evil. Right. I kidnapped your but sister. Then, but then at the end of 2, the Cortex Vortex is still up there. Riddle me that. What, uh... <laughs> what is the plot of 3? Yeah. <laughs> Christian? Because we were trying to uh... figure this out. 
time tri- uh, travel. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, is there a reason they make you go for the crystals? Is there like a plot behind it? Uh, here's my guess, and tell um, me if I'm right. The evil mask comes out of it because the cortex vortex smashes into the temple where Aku Aku, right? Or Uka Uka. Um, <laughs> I forget which one. The bad one. Uka Uka has returned. He is free. It cannot no, be. No, it cannot be. Oh, he is free. It cannot um, be. And then he comes out, and I'm guessing he needs like crystals to take over something. And then he probably tricks Dr. Neo Cortex into helping him. Um, but then Crash... Yeah, this is kind of... <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's actually a reason, and I'm just not thinking of it. Because um, you beat him at the uh, end, and then he right. says, we'll be back, or whatever. And I need two big bags. I need two huge bags of ice for my aching head. Yes. Um. Anyway, Crash 3 sucks. Crash 2 is awesome, but not the HD no. version. Wow. No. Wow. Crash 3 fun. Um and while I'm on the subject, I just have to complain about the last boss of Sekiro because they set it up so poorly. Spoilers the whole the real last boss. The whatever, yeah, exactly. The kicking in the shins, you didn't even fight the right, the right last oh. boss, last boss. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so the yeah. plot to Crash 3. You yes. are trying to collect all of the the crystals before Cortex's guys can doesn't make any sense thank you though michael <laughs> what they're in the levels they're right in front of the crystal i know why are they dressed up like wizards and such and monkeys <laughs> why is when did entropy turn into infants excuse me oh that was in like one of the ps2 ones wasn't it or something and uka uka it's Uka Uka. He's the bad guy, and Aku Aku is the one who's like, is the one who's like, Uka Uka is free. It cannot be right. And then they all run out of the house, and into a time travel station. Maybe. La 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 la. Um. So I okay in Sekiro, you're a you're a, you're a shinobi, right? You're like a samurai man, going through the levels, having fun. Tucker's going to be Ninja the next Man. Hokage. I fought through that game. I saw its vast reaches. I collected the wealth of its hordes. And in the end, it did a disservice to me by having the ending come down to a dialogue choice. And I picked the right choice, okay? I picked the <gasps> sensible choice. Mm-mm. Yes. And... <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you care about the spoilers in this game that hardly has any story and it doesn't really matter? I would understand. No, go for it. I don't... Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, you have this, like, father figure, right? He, like, found you as a kid and he raised you. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of the game, he's like, Remember, son, your loyalty is to your father first and to your master second. And then all this other stuff happens, right? And you think he's dead. But then at the very end of the game, in a very clumsy fashion, it turns out that he's not dead and he's actually come for your master and he wants to kill him so he says to you son you must kill him or you know you must go attack your master for me and you have to either say okay father or no father I betray you and I said okay father because it's the iron code it's called the iron code that means you can't break it and he lives by a code so why would I say no screw that I feel like it is a false choice this game sucks don't buy it (laughs) Return it if you've played less than two hours. Take it back. What I think makes it worse is that there's a <laughs> yeah. point in the game where you're given a choice, another dialogue choice, and it's like follow the iron code or refuse. Yeah. And if you refuse, then it just does like canned dialogue like, oh, sorry, you can't do that. And then <laughs> yeah. it'll just keep doing that until you pick follow the iron code option. Right. So but that at the end, reinforces that bad decision. At the end, it doesn't. It railroads you immediately. There's no going back at all. Like if you mm-hmm. can't, it's it sucks. You're locked in, bud. And then it's like this series of very feel bad, unfortunate events. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just these people you don't want to be fighting because now you're the bad guy, and it's like, oh, okay, this is not. Like, where's my motivation to finish this game? It's like kill your friends and then 
get the bad ending. It's like, <laughs> screw that. Great game up to that point, though. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> uh, that was one of the worst uh, ways. I've never had such a gulf between like my experience playing a game and then like my experience coming out of playing the game because it was just like it was so sudden. And I was just like, this sucks. I hate everything about this. So I haven't beat that game. But uh, oh. yeah, but that's uh, that's the extent of it. Uh, Christian, are you? How's your water? Do you need more water? Sure. Okay. That's water. It's pretty good. Board. Thank you. Thanks. Christian, what's uh, what's going on in your world, man? Uh, playing video games. Hell yeah. The usual. <laughs> yeah. I finished Yoshi's Woolly World. No, not that one. Yoshi's <laughs> Crafted World. Yeah. They, uh, that's a bad name, huh? That's a poor... Yeah, they, they didn't. They botched that one. Yeah. That's okay. Every time I would, like type in its name i had to just double check that <laughs> yeah. it was yoshi's crafted world i didn't understand why they would have the world surname on two subsequent entries that doesn't make sense poochie's in it i hear yep poochie plenty of poochie pups which poochie are pups. great each pretty much every level has a poochie pup variant What's so a poochie pup they're oh, the poochies poochie. which are like <laughs> the dog right and then the puppy poochies are like small versions of the dog Oh. And they're small and they yelp. Oh. Oh. Um, you know how Mario rides Yoshi? Yeah. Yoshi <laughs> rides Poochie. So what, yeah, So dude. could you ostensibly have a scenario where Mario Yoshi is sandwich. riding Yoshi riding a Poochie? No. Yeah, Yoshi sandwich. Yeah! No, it would break. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the Switch revisions okay. aren't out yet, Michael. Oh, okay. That's true. Um... Did you play Woolly World, son? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. I thought it was pretty decent. Okay. Okay. Uh, the aesthetic in Woolly World is just leaps and bounds better than Crafted Worlds. Really? Because, yeah, because Crafted World, you know, I was excited. I was like, oh, what are they going to do? They're going to be, like, folding paper on me. They're going to be, like, <laughs> yeah. making these cardboard boxes fold open into levels and crazy stuff. Right. And then it's just, you're just walking left and right, and you're surrounded by cardboard cutouts of objects, and there's colorful construction paper in the background, and that's about mm. it. Mm. And it looks like deliberately low effort. Like, it looks like a toddler mm. drew it, which is like, that's that's intentional, obviously, but right. it's not attractive mm. in the way that all that yarn is in Woolly World, man. Yeah. They I did. want to want to yeah. swim in it. They did really cool stuff with the yarn also. I mean, is there anything that kind of, like, surprised you, like, through the use mm. of paper or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not really. Uh, uh, there's, like, tin cans, and then they make a boss out of a tin can. So there you go. Huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'll say I wasn't really impressed by, like, the footage they showed before the game came out. I was just kind yeah. of expecting you to be like, well, in the later levels, it gets really crazy. Mm, no. Mm, okay. It's fun. It okay. Kind of. Di- Game's great. Like it's it's not it's not like crazy looking or neat in the way Woolly World is, but okay. it's a very good solid Yoshi game. Okay. Like in the Woolly World style, right? Like just kind of collectathon, dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, did you play it all single player? Uh, I hopped in with multi- in multiplayer for like a level or two. Okay. Kind of what you would expect. Mostly single level. player. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's mass chaos. It's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's well, I mean, also especially in the later levels, which is what what I was playing co-op in. Okay. Because uh, yeah, so you swallow the bad guys to get the eggs, right? And then you throw right. the eggs at things. You need of the eggs. Yes. And you both players have separate egg stashes. Okay. So you're building those up, and then if you're trying to swallow an enemy and your friend goes in front of you and you swallow them instead, all yes. their eggs are gone. Yes, that was in Sorry, Woolly World. that sucks. Yes. Yep, still here. Terrible. Sorry. <laughs> okay. And if, and if you jump on top of another player, you mount them, and <laughs> that, okay. like, it feels bad because you mount them and you yeah. just want to, like, jump off, but the game kind of doesn't want you to just in right. case, you know, it's an accident. And then also the player who, who's the one who has been mounted, 
cannot throw eggs themselves. Like that responsibility oh. is then delegated to the mounter, and the mountee is <laughs> yeah. in charge of the jumping. And in like on paper, that's a great idea because your powers are increased when you're both you know combined like that into one Yoshi form. But uh, and and like one person can take care of the platforming, the other person can shoot the eggs. You know, everybody gets gets a fun time out of it. But in practice, it's just like this crazy, annoying thing. It's like, no, I want to get off you so I can swallow this bad guy and get this egg. But right. then you accidentally swallowed me, and now I don't have any eggs anymore. So why does it matter? Uh, existence is meaningless. I'm right. going to unplug my right. second controller, and you can play one player, and I'll just watch. <laughs> oh. That's really disappointing because those were issues that really sucked in Wooly World. And it sounds like they've made it worse somehow by making you mount people. Uh I Not your friends. What? I only. I guess I don't even really see the. What is the value proposition there? Like, you don't have to mm. jump anymore because the other person does or something. Yeah, like like get your toddler and then have a mount oh, you, and then oh, okay. they just shoot eggs at everything, and you take care of all the platforming hard parts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just made it so that your eggs go through the other player's Yoshi, I would like that game way more. Or Wooly World. I'm yeah. sure that's still is that still an issue. It was just like Bob. Oh, you were there. Sorry, I'm gonna do it again. I'm oh, like, yes. But a lot a lot of this one is uh, 2.5D instead of Wooly World's 2D. <laughs> okay. So you're throwing a lot of eggs into the background oh, or sure. into sure. the foreground. Okay. And that can be a little frustrating because uh, usually, like in the past, you would just throw eggs, you know, on the 2D plane, right. and you didn't have to have your cursor on top of the thing that you were throwing it at. Right. Whereas here, if you're throwing an egg at anything in the foreground or background, your cursor has to be on top of it. And okay. if your cursor goes on top of something in the foreground or background, it's going to hit that instead of something on the side that you actually want uh, to hmm. Yeah, just it's small annoyances, okay? Right. The game's fantastic. You okay. collect stuff. It's okay. a great time. Yeah. I was, like, spending 60 bucks on a Yoshi game. Not in 2019, no, sir. <laughs> but uh, after I sat down and played it through, had a blast. It was a very meaty 12 hours, collecting a bunch of flowers. Okay. I could see myself dumping 20 or so more hours into it. Okay. There's a lot that I have yet to do, and there's a lot that opens up after that final boss. Some tough stuff, too. So cool. I'm really okay. enjoying it. Uh, two quick questions for you. Uh, one of my favorite things about Wooly World was that you could find um, different, uh, let's say, like outfits, basically, for Yoshi. It was just like different color mm -hmm. variants. Is there any of that kind of stuff? There is. Uh, those are also kind of disappointing. Uh. Uh, like the outfits in Wooly World, like those are awesome because they're like color variants and they're like different Yoshis entirely. Yeah. Whereas here you get costumes. Okay. And you get those by collecting coins throughout the levels, and then you dump these coins into vending machines, and okay. then get your little capsules, and Aww. then you open the capsules, and then you get you get outfits. Okay. But they're like big and bulky, and so it kind oh. of obscures your vision when you're trying to throw eggs at things sometimes. And oh sure, okay. They're kind of ugly. Like huh. one's just like this giant box that Yoshi's holding around, and it's a train. Oh. So choo choo. But oh. the the outfits also give you armor, so they make uh, make things a little easier for you too. Plus three dexterity. Got it, dude. That sounds Love like Yoshi mm. being an RPG. <laughs> hey, in Super Mario RPG, there is an evil Yoshi named Boshi. I learned. <laughs> is it like bad Yoshi? Yeah, he's got sunglasses and a mohawk. I think, and he's like a Ooh. punk. Yeah, his name's Boshi. Um, I like this. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a little big planet to me because I just remember putting like cardboard boxes on my sack. Yes, away. absolutely. Yeah, okay. I was really struck by um, how similar it is to kind of little big planet because little big planet was like you're just this little sack boy in Earth oh, on Earth. Yeah, and so you see like skateboards in the background, right. like enormous stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of those vibes going on. Like you see yeah. string in crafted world, you see strings and tin cans or giant stuff like that. Totally. Yeah. Huh. Very evocative of that. Okay. Uh, other question was just uh, uh, Wooly World, fantastic soundtrack. How How's the crafted world? <laughs> it's kind of a letdown. No! It's, kind of a letdown. it's got a decent main theme. 
but they okay. use it a lot. Like they use that main theme for like everything. Like yeah. overworld, they use it throughout most of the levels. They just like oh, no. remix it a little bit. There's like ho- uh, horror themed levels which are fun. Uh, okay. There's like crazy, scary axe murderers that come after you in oh my the gosh. in the horror levels. Yeah, yeah, okay. it goes places. All right, uh, that has a fun remix of the main theme. But okay. other than that, yeah, kind of disappointed. I still listen to the Woolly World music because that stuff's great. That's so good. None of the Crafted World stuff was on that echelon at Bummer. all. Okay. But you really like so it. So I didn't mean to disappoint you, but it, yeah, it's fun. Okay. I mean, playing the game is the fun part. Yeah. I mean, I could complain about Woolly World all day if I wanted to, but that game's awesome too. So I get it. Totally. What else you been rocking? Uh, I picked up MLB 19, the show. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I mentioned on this podcast, or the old podcast before right. that, um, <laughs> Don't uh, speak its MLB baseball games are like, uh, or the show yeah. is my favorite sports franchise. At, there's a point in time where I had like noth- nothing but free time a ps2 and madden 05 and ncaa 05 Mm -hmm. and i would just sit there and like create the perfect team not really i would just like put the difficulty on easy and then i would just like completely decimate any opposition go to like the big game and then just completely destroy them and then relish in the headcanon in my head of all these late night television shows of everyone talking about how amazing this team is how unbeatable they are how like they have rewritten the course of football history <laughs> they're establishing an un an undestructible dynasty that's right and they will pave the way as far as the sport is concerned for the rest of human history right. this is and <laughs> so familiar okay anyway you're just picturing like some guy 40 years from now in an armchair and he's like son i was there when <laughs> yes blah, 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 absolutely blah. okay this is this absolutely. is this is how i would play the wrestling games but that's <laughs> rad. You guys are weird. Give the titles to who I wanted to have the titles, and that's right. Be, yeah, like, revision of have like this head canon of who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. You're singing it, dude. So, the show <laughs> yes Big sets ball. itself up for that perfectly with my favorite mode in it, which is Road to the Show mode, okay. and how that works is it's it's got this very satisfying power curve to it so you start out you're a lowly baseball joe you're starting in the minor leagues you know you just got done with college you maybe impressed a couple prospects they're like you know what we're gonna take a chance on you pal we're gonna bring you up to the minor leagues we're gonna let you we're gonna let you bat with the double a bigwigs and uh so you gotta you gotta do well there you gotta lift yourself up by your bootstraps you gotta get it done and then if you're good enough, they'll call you up to the triple A's and you got the bigger stadiums. You got the slightly bigger names. You know, you might see some MLB people in there because they got Ooh. called down to the triple A's. And then if you can perform in triple A's, then you get called up to the big leagues, man. And there is like nothing like that. Like I've experienced that twice in my lifetime in two different MLB The Show games. <laughs> and it is like just like the buildup is insane because yeah. I spend like weeks uh, like even a month plus months uh building up my character leveling up their stats trying Mm -hmm. to get good Mm -hmm. you know making sure that i deliver on my promises to my coach as a player making sure i run bat those runs in and then i break through the stratosphere you know shatter that glass ceiling i make it into the major leagues the stadiums are enormous the crowds are just cheering and going wild with each hit and then I go ahead and set like the single game home run record, set the single like the single season home run record, and I am blazing the trail as like the rookie of baseball history. And my dad is sitting in his armchair watching the TV late one night, oh. and a tear rolls down <laughs> no. his eye as he smiles as I round the bases on my first ever grand slam. It's beautiful. I would watch this movie. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, <laughs> go nuts. Sorry. Um, Michael, do you have any burning questions, first of all? Sorry. No, I'm just going to follow along. I'll chime in if something okay. comes up. Sounds okay. like you've got thunks, though. Yes. Uh, okay, so big thing. Okay, so first of all, this is not like a story 
in the way that like a Madden game has a story now, right? This is more of a mode or I don't understand it. You are correct. Yeah, it's not a story. It's a mode. You create your character and then you just like play in games as your character play through a season. Okay. When you make your character, are you making you or are you making like a baseball man? Uh, like not in general. Me I, personally, like you. yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, in any character creator I've ever partaken in, like when I at a young age, I would try and recreate myself. It would always look bad because yeah. they give you like ten presets for <laughs> right. faces, right. and then you can like kind of like move things from there. I don't know how to make my face, sure. so. I've kind of gotten to the point uh, for this most recent outing. I exaggerate stuff. So uh, my girlfriend makes fun of me for not shaving my sideburns. So I gave this guy massive lamb chops. Nice. They're glorious. They're beautiful. beautiful. They come out to like his mouth. It's wonderful. And then I also gave him like this nasty <laughs> mullet of hair. That's which disgusting. Is also awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he looks like he's from like the trailer park across the street and it's awesome. Okay. But is it is it your name on the jersey then? It is, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I, I haven't gone that far yet. Uh, you know, I, I there's got to be that familial connection, you know. I got to I got to be making my dad proud. Of course. And uh also there's so when you create your character, you can delve into like the voice clip library. Yes. So all of the characters that already exist, um you can throw uh their voice clips and associate those with your name. And okay. so uh there's players named Christian, so they got the Christian down. Oh, but, uh, okay. My last name's Cubza. Yeah. And so I just picked like the closest thing, which is hilarious. I picked uh, something that was like sort of, <laughs> sort of sounded similar because most people don't know how to pronounce my last name anyway. So yeah. in the game, they call me Christian Koba. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty close. Cool. Yeah. I yeah Koba. I like uh, sometimes if they don't have, they'll just have like shooter or like champ yep yep i was uh chris bomber in like (laughs) yeah mlb the show 14 hell yeah there you go okay uh okay so getting back to the like the madden thing would you have you played any of those story modes no i have not no okay i i just wonder if you would be because it sounds like you're almost just making that yourself in your head which is beautiful to me yeah i wonder if exactly if that would be less satisfying having like this you know uh however you want to say it like this predetermined story they're telling you if that would be something that would work as well because it sounds like you're really into this this mode is this is this a new mode or is this no it's been in there since uh like earlier ps3 days i think Oh, I was thinking, because so, I saw an ad and they were, there's like a, maybe like a truncated season or something they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a mode that I'd like to dabble with. Okay. There's, yeah, I think it's this thing where you play through a season, but you only play through like the important games, because baseball seasons have like 200 games in them. Yeah. So, that yeah, that seems yeah. interesting to me. Because like, the prospect to me of sitting down and playing through a season in a sports game is insane, because it's so time consuming i feel like uh yeah even like madden like five minute quarters it's still it's gonna take a while and it's like a lot of games and it's like i don't know mm-hmm. it's crazy can't wait till this i, I can't wait till that grand prix there tucker <laughs> yeah i still want to do that that would be amazing i do too i'd be down that full race length 57 oh, laps Ooh. or whatever yeah oh gosh Ooh. okay um and, and it has to be all like manual, like you have to pit. Correctly. Oh boy! Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll bust out the the Formula One oh, 2016 I've got over here. Okay, thank you, dude. There's some NASCAR games that are great for that fantasy too. There's like NASCAR 06. I think that yeah. was great. I think that's like the high watermark for NASCAR games too. I feel like if you, if you if you read anything about like sport racing games, NASCAR 06 is the one that people talk about I have yeah no idea i think so it was like oh five or oh six i don't remember which one it was but oh my gosh they just got it so right so right like they haven't replicated it since and i don't know why but you would start out it's it's similar to this power curve you start out as a lowly feather light feather light class driver yeah. so you're driving these weird funky cars that look like they're held together with duct tape yeah. and then if you do good enough 
then you can afford the ability to get into the truck series. So then you become, you know, Ooh. you you give yourself a name in the Craftsman Truck Series, and then you oh. get up to the Bush League, oh. and then you get up to the Nextel Cup, dude. Then you're flying hey. with the big shots. Hey. You're forming rivalries with Jeff Gordon. <laughs> dude, this that's conversation awesome. conversation is so dated, but that's so cool. <laughs> That would be that would be cool in Formula One games if it was like you start in Formula Three or you start in like the little kid go karting and you're just like go karting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like you like that'd you start cool. yeah, yeah, the little go kart league and then You got you your can... chance in Formula <laughs> Three here. You're you're running with the C teams on, yeah. on Toro Rosso's Yeah gaggle and You could pay like paid DLC to have like a famous racing father and it really bumps yeah. up your chances. Yeah. Make me I mean, Papa yeah. Verstappen, please. <laughs> I need the Papa. A final question, um, not <laughs> to get buried in the weeds on the baseball stuff, but do you then, as a rising baseball star, get to be on the cover of the show Inside the Game? <gasps> oh, my God. Whoa. That would be awesome. I don't know. I cannot confirm or deny. Mm. I have credit card in hand, Christian. You just say the word. <laughs> yeah, I can't, Tucker. I cannot okay. mislead you into bu- spending $60 on a baseball game. <laughs> I like baseball. Um, that, okay, here's my actual final question. This, I hope you have an answer. Can you guys name like three baseball players right now? I don't know anything about baseball. Who are like baseball people right now? It's probably not Jose Canseco anymore, right? No. Um... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There's Ichiro, but he just left. Ichiro? Ichiro. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Brian Yount. So we don't know. Just a bunch of guys with beards. Um, Christian Christian Yelich is a big guy on the Brewers right now. Uh, he's the previous National League MVP. Okay. And he joined the Annals of History as Ooh. the only uh, returning National League MVP winner to hit home runs in his first three games. Wow. So he's got that going for him. Uh, is uh, John... yeah, Derek, Je- Derek Jeter still kicking? Is that a thing? I don't think so. I think he retired. That feels like huh. 20 years ago. I don't know. Is that what? I don't know. Uh, I just John Hader. He's an <laughs> yeah. awesome closer for the Brewers. He gets the job done. Okay. He had like a bad Twitter storm in the vein of... Uh, James Gunn a little bit ago, but oh, no. <laughs> powered through it just like James Gunn. Hell yeah! And he is <laughs> yeah. sick pitcher. Do you watch baseball, Kristen? You know things about it. Yeah, I watch it every day. Every day the Brewers play. I'll really? That's awesome. Yeah. Huh. I I just this year realized that they play like series where it's like several games in a row. I never knew mm-hmm. that. Do, yep. do, do, do. Well, that's that's my baseball game. That's man. so long winded though. I don't yes, know. baseball's weird. It's relaxing though. Oh my god! I don't think we're in a place to talk, Tucker. Our sport of choice is people driving around a circle. <laughs> do you want to do sports bar? Points. Score. Sports bar. You uh, know, what was your thing? You you had a thing. Yeah. So I need to fact check here quickly. Okay. Um, last Please. week I said that Daniel Ricardo was the only driver not from Europe. Okay. And because the the context being that, you know, it being Melbourne, he's got right. that added pressure and he does have that added pressure. It's his home field. It's his home, turf. home, uh, home turf. It's, it's, he's one of the only drivers from, I think the way the internet words it is the Southern hemisphere. Okay. Which seems like a little hmm. bit of a weird way to word it. But he, yeah. I, I yeah. said that as he was the only driver, not from Europe. That's not true. Ooh. Um, there is also the firmly established driver, Sergio Perez, from uh, the Racing Point team, which I guess was Force India a little while back. Sure. And he's from Mexico. Oh, nice. And then there is also Toro Rosso's Alexander Albin, yes. who was born in London, but he drives under the Thai flag. So cool. they list his country of origin as Thailand. So I was wrong. Okay. There's actually two other drivers currently on a team that are not from Europe. Nice. So I just wanted to clear the record there. I was wrong. But That's uh, okay. Do you think? Uh, do you think it will ever? Because I mean, so much of it is like dynasties and like bloodlines, and it's all this weird. That's old true. Well, European I mean, like, look stuff. how 
Yeah, with the like, I was thinking about that today because I mean, Max Verstappen comes from a racing family. His dad was a, I think, a big champion driver. Rosberg was, uh, I think, Science. Right? Yeah, Science. His dad was a champ, world champion driver. I think like the yeah. first Spanish champion. So yeah, there's dynasties and stuff like that. There's it's very Eurocentric. Yeah, which is uh, interesting because they're making all of these new tracks outside of Europe. Which is cool, I think. Yeah, which is to some extent. I mean, there's politics behind it that get kind of shaky. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like, like the stuff in Bahrain is, I guess, really bad. There are people who've been jailed protesting the race, and Ooh. and you you start getting into stuff like that. You get into Hanoi, where there's a lot of a lot of concern about you know where where public money is actually being spent why are we spending it on a racetrack if there's so much poverty oh. here and okay, all these other sure. infrastructure problems they can't even yeah. get a metro working in Hanoi right so it's like why why are we throwing all this money so a bunch of Europeans can come in for a week and drive right, fast trash the place and then yeah trash the place trash the place yeah. shut down half shut down a bunch of major roads <laughs> yeah. and and such so there's politics yeah. to it that are a little shaky but i mean yeah. on the same note it it does it it does seem like they're trying to you know spread outside of that euro bubble i mean i've i think i remember reading an interview somewhere with one of the the owners of f1 or one of the 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 big shots saying that they were looking at america as a huge market yes uh that's why i think the american grand prix has been talked up so much lately and i mean they're they're stretching to hanoi now baku so they're even if even if baku's in europe it's in that part of europe that normally didn't get a race yeah so that's cool i just like uh it's like tourism you know it's like oh this place is well, cool and then i'm gone yeah and i mean and, that, and then again with that comes kind of the the ups and downs like coming to america is one thing because it's it's we have the infrastructure for that kind of stuff right and but then like going to Hanoi suddenly you start wrestling with the human rights side of things you start wrestling with yeah. the the public money kind of stuff the the corruption kind of stuff yeah which feels like i imagine that's always been kind of a part of the game right right yeah the Not the that, money it, the money side of f1 is insane to me i don't know it's it's crazy well like, cuz there's so much of it that's like <laughs> yeah you get to like Bahrain or or uh, Abu Dhabi, and it's like this huge show of wealth, right? From these like authoritarian governments, it's like right. we've got all these Europeans here at this nice huge racetrack that I'm and I'm sitting in this nice carpeted room with, right? And it's all extravagant and stuff like that. And... Like the race is there for the race fans, but the rest of it has nothing to do with the race. It's like uh, it's weird. I don't know. It's like... Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's there's stuff there's baggage to it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of baggage and races. Yes. Hit me. Bahrain. Yes. Bahrain. What yes. a weird. Yes. Do you want to do you want to want to start off on this or do we want to get into the conspiracy theories? Lizard um, people kill switches. Lizard people with kill switches. Um, I don't know. In the in the in the uh, in the in the spirit of keeping things snappy, let's just do a real quick wrap up and then uh we can get into some conspiracy theory stuff here at the end real quick okay the sports bar so you got leclerc right part of the sports bar. yeah he's yeah, such yeah, a he's a prodigy he's gonna go places right oh my god that, that's what hamilton said apparently yeah 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 you have many yeah, yeah. races ahead you've got, you'll do great this guy will do great pats on backs <laughs> yep yep so he's out Botas and I, we're old. You're young. That's right. Botas weighs 300 pounds. Why is he even driving a Formula One car? We don't know. <laughs> uh, so he's out in front the whole race. He's doing great. Yep. Blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. I'm just driving. I don't even care. Is there a race going? I don't know. And then, and then, and then, God struck him down for his hubris. <laughs> because his car kind of stopped working, I guess, or something was Yeah, like they lost turbo. Yeah, they lost access to the turbo stuff, so the car was running at a lot less power than, than the I mean, others. He's doing okay. Like he's, yeah. I mean, like, like race wise, just like psyche wise, he's like okay. Uh, I'm keeping calling. There was there was a f yeah there were a few like radio calls that were like yeah what what is happening. <laughs> That's got to be the worst feeling in the entire world. This is like what his second race 
ever. Yeah, and this is the one he's le- it's his first podium. Yeah. It's like he's like his... leading the the race and his car yeah. is it's ugh. not not where you want to be really. But uh, And then yeah, cuz the the failures of no fault of your own, something messed up in the car itself. Right, but you just it's know just Lewis like... Hamilton's right behind you and he can pass you at any time and it's like Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It would be one thing if it was like one of those leads where okay the car goes out but we can still run to the finish on this. It's another thing when it's like There's they're breathing down do. my neck. You broke my car. Yeah. I got nothing. Like we could pit and it wouldn't do a single thing. You're just you're just boned, yeah. kid. Sorry. Uh, but then. But then. But then. But then. But then. So, okay, he gets passed by by Hamilton. He gets right. passed by Botas. Right. And Max Verstappen Max is, is sitting there. He's, yeah. he's like, I'm going to pass this guy too and get my seventh podium in a row. Hell yeah. And uh, then the, the freaking Renaults just stop. <laughs> they Both just stop. of them on the I same know. turn. What? With the same problem. Kill switch, dude. Somebody had a kill switch. Somebody was sitting there with a remote with a big red button on it and a big antenna coming out of the top and they went and killed their car. It's got a little skull on it. <laughs> yep. Button with a skull. Uh, that's right. And Nico Rosberg's there. And he says, "Do it." <laughs> Nico the being there was weird. That whole. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I think they're racing good. Thanks, Nico." Okay, anyway, it's back like, to "Oh, the Nico, race. Rob, Nico, Nico's <laughs> Rosberg's back here." Like twenty minutes later, and he says like one sentence, and then it's like, "Thanks, Nico." <laughs> God, I love but that, it Nico. happens more than once. Yeah, it's cute uh, when they bring him back in. But anyway, that that the whole set off this whole domino thing where it allowed him to Leclerc to keep his third place because of a safety. Yeah, because you can't you can't pass on the safety car, and they had a safety car up until the end of the race, which is it like was, the I think the eighth time I think they were saying that it's ever happened in an F one race like yeah. at all. Yeah, like I don't think I've ever seen it in my no. few races. I think the last time they said it happened was like 2014, 2015, yeah. that range. But like, yeah, uh, it, it never happens, and it happened here, and it got good old Charlotte Leclerc his first podium, which was awesome. Yeah, you know, it was cool, and I was, yeah. and Very... honestly, it was kind of doofy, but I liked, I, I enjoyed watching all the Hamilton patting him on the back stuff. Yeah, it was so like, oh, this is this is cute sportsmanship. Passing the torch a little, maybe, just a little maybe. bit. Maybe. Uh, that was the, um. Well, I'm half remembering it, so I'm not even going to go there because I'll get it wrong. But, uh, oh, if you were Ricardo, how do you feel right now? Pretty bad, huh? Probably not I'd too be happy pretty... with your choice. Yeah, because, I mean, this is two did-not finishes in a row. And first time was kind of his fault. I mean, if Was it? I, there was, like, an accident at the beginning. or uh, He drove off the track and it kind of screwed up his car. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that's kind of that's on him. I'm just that's saying right. Well, this time around, he also tapped a. Uh, is it Hulkenberg? Okay. Yeah, it's Hulkenberg. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> yeah, so he's been driving a little rougher lately, I think. But uh, but yeah, no, it's like the second did not finish, and this one was kind of out of his hands. And yeah, to go from winning races to never finishing. I mean, that kind of happened yeah. last year with Red Bull, but at least he was on yeah. podiums and stuff. Yeah. This time around, it just seems garbage yeah i this is not uh you know i didn't watch last year but this is not like how how i expect ricardo to be doing in an f1 season this is crazy to me because he was like on the podium a lot when i was watching yeah he was there was a lot of talk about how if he had a if he had a mercedes car he'd absolutely be the one he'd be absolutely be world champion yeah i think there's a lot of people who consider him the best actual at least skill wise the best driver in f1 yes he's very good He's a good but, uh, yeah, no, he's it's it's kind of hard to watch. But now we're off to China. China, thousand one thousand the 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 thousandth race. It's pretty cool. The hundred and twenty dollar poster advertising that fact is not as cool, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of history. I've been going down the YouTube hole of old F one race highlights, and it's pretty interesting. They used to sound a lot louder back then, Michael, let me tell you. Like, I get why, like, old people I talked to were like, F1 cars are crap now. Because back then they were oh, like... Oh, yeah, because... 
Yeah, because they sounded cooler, so what? <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> like, seeing them come up to a corner, like... Well, that's what they kind of... Oh, yeah, it's not as loud. But, I mean, I like that. Yeah. They still kind of do that when they follow them. It's like... Yeah. I like that sound. I like it's the lights sound. on their little PlayStation little, controller the... they got in the cockpit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, any... Yeah, uh, and it's like it's like little bars going up, and it's... It's very video It's satisfying to watch, and... It is. Now they project that on the screen. You've got your own little HUD thing when they follow yeah. some of the drivers, and it's, it's very like, stupid. I enjoy this. This is... <laughs> it's so dumb, but... Yeah. It's cool looking, though. Yeah. But, Michael... Hmm. Video games. Yes, back to video games. Round us out here, baby. Uh, I actually have not had a chance to play as much lately. Some work okay. stuff's kind of come up a lot these last two weeks. But uh, what I did spend, I did what time I did spend playing video games was mostly. I tried to get rolling a little more and recoded. Okay. Okay. Which I that have thoughts. sure is a game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh and and neo and okay. i am yep. stuck on neo at a place that it seems like a lot of people get stuck at is it the bat lady it's the bat lady that's where i got stuck dude <laughs> you are apparently not alone yeah i got her on my first try but it was probably a flooper boop, 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 boop. there is a boss in sekiro that is extremely similar to the bat lady uh <gasps> a little easier though I would say. Okay. Hmm. I uh, I should play that with you. We should team up. Yeah, you should jump in. We should. Um. We should Neo together. My understanding is though you have to have beaten a level first to be a co-op partner. Mm. In that level, and I haven't mm. beat Bat Lady yet. So. Okay. I have if, not beaten Bat Lady yet either. So one of us has to one be of Bat us... Lady. Yeah, if one of us does it, then we can go help the other person. But until or Christian could just help both of us. But yeah, <laughs> um, how's Neo treating you, dude? Besides Bat Lady. Well, besides Bat Lady, I've I've been enjoying it. Okay. Mostly, I I've gotten into a rhythm, I think, and that's you know like the rhythm with the whole uh, when to block, when to strike, when to. Yeah. Defense, offense, rhythm. Breathing. Yeah, it feels more measured now. It's and it's kind of a good feeling when you can start picking on like the cyclopses and stuff like that with no real. Yeah. Without it really being that stressful, right. where it's like, yeah, you're. It's it's not like easy. You're you're reading a room. You're reading your surroundings. You're you're paying attention and stuff like that. But you've got it down to a point where it, the combat makes sense. Fighting makes sense. It feels like you've actually. You, it feels like you're someone who actually knows what they're doing. Right. It's kind of a good feeling. Yeah, you can see the matrix. It clicks, and you can see all the green letters floating down. I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Is this is is are the other Souls games like that, or is that a? Oh, I would say yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it feels. Because um, for for me, there's like this difference between first time you enter a new room, it's terrifying, and mm -hmm. then. The time you enter the room and you beat it, it's like you can see the game happening in front of you, and it's it's like the complete opposite for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like you just recognize the, all the patterns is throwing at you in like mm -hmm. a cool way. It's very satisfying. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, and that's I, I'm I'm enjoying that. Like I yeah, I'm at the point where I have fun just going into a room and fighting some dudes because it's like Hell okay. Yeah block mm -hmm. and strike and if you it feels it feels as though you're 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 learning how to play a game and it feels like you can actually be good at a game and then they yeah. throw the bat lady at you and suddenly it's it's yeah you're, you're, suddenly everything's frustrating in hell and yeah that is that is like a that is a spike in difficulty but uh hmm. but yeah that's I'm that that's maybe the thing I'll say that the From games do better, maybe, is they allow you to come back to a boss if you're just not feeling it. Like, there's always maybe some other area you can go explore. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you can at least grind a bit in yeah. Dark Souls. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of do that. You can kind of grind here, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe do a side mission or two. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, the, the thing is, is though, it just doesn't... The way leveling is in this game, I don't feel stronger when I go back to a boss. Yeah. It's, it's I get that. Like, the, yeah, like your, your HP bar goes up and maybe you swing a little harder, but it doesn't yeah. feel like you... It doesn't change the, the strategy or anything. It's just maybe you survive. Or the dynamics, or yeah, maybe you can take one more hit than normal, but you still right. get steamrolled within 30 seconds. <laughs> right, it doesn't matter at some point. Oh, I feel you. Hmm. So you're gonna? But, uh, are you just kind of bashing your head against that then? Yeah, I'm just gonna bash my head against that. Play that. Yeah. Mix in some recoded. Mix in. Uh, maybe go back to Monster Hunter a bit as a stress release. Ooh, and... I like it. Uh, Christian, did you start recoded or what? What's the recoded status right now? I haven't started it yet. Okay. It's short, but it I like plan it. to in the near future. Okay. How long is a full playthrough of recoded? I I am maybe three quarters of the way through and I'm only at like six or seven hours, I wanna say. That's oh, wow. okay. I I am in what feels like the end game and I am at like six or seven hours, I wanna say. How are you able to tell? Um, because I'm I'm not doing Disney Worlds anymore. Okay. Like things yeah, things have it feels like the end of a Kingdom Hearts game, I'll say. So yeah. Uh, okay. There are parts of that game I really don't like, but there's also parts I kind of like and kind of respect in a weird way. The writing is not one of those things, though. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the only part I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah. That's. I like. I I like how they're handling combat. Mm, you just or maybe it's level. because I'm just early on, but like the <laughs> whole. Having those like three slots where you can throw in a special attack is kind of a nice. Mm. It feels like things are changing up a bit. It feels yeah. a little fresh right now, at least. Maybe I... that's because Kingdom Bar <laughs> Kingdom Hearts has set a pretty low bar for feeling fresh in combat. But if I told you what they do to that system, I don't think you would believe me. But I won't. I, I'll say I don't like it. <laughs> so okay, wait. What do they do to that system? I don't want to spoil it. They mix things up. At some point on like a world-by-world -world basis, they're mixing things up, and I don't think any of the times they mix it up, it's good. It's interesting. Okay. It's not what I expected at all. It's kind of crazy how much they do mix it up, but it's never, I think, as good as just the basic running around smacking things type thing. So, Okay. It's kind of fascinating, though. I don't know. I... Hmm. Because, okay, the the one thing I just want to say quick is I feel like with every Kingdom Hearts game, I start out really enthusiastic about it, and then by the end, I'm like, <laughs> kill me. But <laughs> this is maybe the only one where I started out like, kill me, and then kind of just kind of like kind of came around on it. You like, see, wow, that's weird because I usually start out hating these things, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, like Kingdom Hearts 1, I wanted to put it down. Yeah within like the first two hours no one because blames i hated it yeah then the same thing happened with three chain yeah the <laughs> same thing happened with 358 it did not happen with two yeah though i don't think two, the start of two was fun mm -hmm. yeah and right was... now i'm yeah okay i feel like this is a better start than before but the premise is dumb so that's the thing I don't understand, I guess, or that's my question is, do people not like the writing because this game doesn't matter, or do they not like the writing for the writing? Because I think those are two different things. They might be two different things. Mm -hmm. I don't like the writing right now. Yeah. But a part, most of that is confined in the actual premise of the game, and then trying to make that interesting. Yeah. Uh, Phil calls you a schlamazel at some point, which is pretty cool. So. <laughs> Uh yeah, okay. <laughs> it just it it feels like uh it feel no uh hmm. none of the characters have a voice they all have the same voice and it's like internet commenter voice and I hate it. What everybody's like... just like flip and like and they say something like you know like snarky and it's like everybody just has that voice to them and it sucks like. Like I get they're not the characters because it's like it's a computer, what whatever. 
It sucks. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I do... From the get-go, I do like that we're, we have to all acknowledge Jiminy Cricket was there again. I love... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a scene in the very beginning where Jiminy is showing Mickey his journal, and his journal's a little tiny cricket journal. It's like, of course it is, but it was so stupid. I loved it. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, Jiminy kind of disappears for most of the series, huh? He, I think he had, like, he would talk and rechain. He had mm. a voice and rechain. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was yeah, there. Yeah, he was yeah. like, well, yeah, wait, yeah. what's going on in my journal? Thank Konamine, what the hell? <laughs> but then, like, uh, outside of that, yeah, he, he shows up maybe at the beginning of the game and then is never referenced again. Right. So I like him being here, I guess. Yeah. I like, from a character's standpoint, it's just like, okay. It's nice to know that this character who's here is actually being remembered as existing. Yeah. I don't like how in group shots of the terrible dialogue scenes, he's like a foot and a half tall. Like he's up to Mickey's nipple or whatever. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. I don't know. I don't know. You go back to yeah. Traverse Town. Traverse Town. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. It, it sure does exist. Yeah. I. <laughs> yeah miss the Final Fantasy characters is the other thing I think. Well, keep playing, Michael. Keep playing. Okay. Well, I mean, because I just <laughs> I thought about it, like, while, while playing this, it's like, man, this seems like the kind of dumb thing that maybe, maybe could exist in a Final Fantasy game. Okay. And... Um, then it just gave yeah. me, like, a whole existential realization that half of this promised fan fiction bullshit isn't really delivering. Yeah. Oh. But it doesn't matter because they substituted it. That's that's the lie they told people, you know. That's Final Fantasy meets Kingdom Hearts. It's not. It's Kingdom Hearts meets Disney. And Final Fantasy was never a factor. Uh. One optional boss mm. a game does not equal... <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, because you get the dialogue from Squall. Yeah, yeah I'm the one I'm surprised about is there not being any Final Fantasy thirteen. Because they so as maligned as that is here, yeah, and that's why. Because as maligned <laughs> yeah. as it is here, it's popular in Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what do you do with them? I mean, Lightning's just angry or whatever. She's just scowling. Yeah, <laughs> and then. And then uh, Vanille goes. <laughs> there could be a Wait. Hope subplot about where's his mom. <laughs> yeah, where is Hope's mom? Yeah. That's the game I want to play. Snow uh, punches a boulder and then Hope cries. It's good. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIII is a good game, you guys. Don't <laughs> know. And Vanille says something along the lines of, uh, Wow, you punched that boulder really hard. Oh my god. We gotta get going. We gotta keep going. You want a piggyback ride? Hi, my name's Vanille. <laughs> you want uppies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, any other games you've been playing, dude? No, those two are the only ones, and I haven't really been able to knock too much, too much out of them, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Once you get, uh, did go. Actually, I did go back to a Monster Hunter World the mm -hmm. other day. Oh. How's that? Did one hunt internet cracked out on me? Oh. Was not feeling at that time. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's a game. Like I feel like you have to be in the headspace for it. You have to be like, I'm doing a hunt for forty. Yeah, minutes. and you have to have like an appreciable goal, like because yeah. there's a lot of grinding to it. And you so say you have to go in with this idea that yeah, I'm grinding to some right. end goal weapon I need or shoulder something. pads or something. Oh my gosh, I need to have the wyvern tail. Oh my gosh, you need your wyvern tail. <laughs> How are you, kitty? There's a part. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, closing closing time. There's a part in Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I don't know if you got there. I have the feeling you didn't, but I'm going to spoil it for you, Michael. Uh, okay. Vanille and Saz are 
you know, out there, you know, they're trying to get somewhere. They're out in the wilderness. And Vanille mm-hmm. starts like climbing up a rock and like, oops, upskirt. But then the little baby chocobo <laughs> flies up in front of his face and is like, no, no. And then he goes, <laughs> oh whoa, 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 whoa. And then he like looks away. He puts his hand in front of his eyes, you know. So. Uh, oh, my was- God. <laughs> and that's why Japan loves it so much. This game was made by kids. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Tucker, why do you like this game? I don't know, Michael. I just do. Okay, you I can't broken? The words. What's going on? The, like, the, 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 is that even it? That's not it. Never mind. Okay, well, that's the podcast. <laughs> the Chocobo music's very good. It, it always is. You go to the Golden yeah. Saucer. Do you go to the Golden Saucer again? I, yes, I think you do. As Saz, I want to say, he ends up there by himself somehow and there's chocobos everywhere. Or something. <laughs> that seems like a Saz plot point. He's like, why am I here? There's oh, like this chocobos sucks. though, and it's like, this is <laughs> dumb. I hate all of this. I could be back home with baby chocobo. <laughs> but no, I'm here with big chocobos. <laughs> I'm going to complain, and in doing so, explain the plot to the player. Thanks. <laughs> That's you want to go talk to the file C, and then recites the Wikipedia article about the file C. <laughs> You're ruining it. I like this game. <laughs> it's good. This was XP Bar. Christian, do you have anything to plug as we uh, turn the lights off and start sweeping up? Feel free to read my reviews on newgamenetwork.com, pushscore.com, and gamerheadspodcast.com. Thank you. That is all. Do you... You used to stream occasionally. Is that kind of by the falling by the wayside? There's going to be a day. Okay. That day will come. Okay. When I'm going to buy new computer, yeah. capture card, yeah. new monitors, yeah. new mic setup. Yes. And we're going to go all out. That's beautiful. I miss you. Unfortunately, that day is not today. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. Well, I'm waiting for it. Anyway, uh, thank you, Michael. Do you have any plugs to plug or unplug? Uh, I'm worried about the surge protector here, but otherwise, no, nothing really. Okay, uh, that's cute. Uh, I got nothing. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks to talk about Burnout Three. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. XP Bar.